a summary of the Sikha. In this week's parsha, it talks about by the uh, Aaron was an Oynin. Aaron and his sons were Oynin, which means their uh, Aaron's son sons died, and therefore normally an Oynin is not allowed to do uh, be involved in the Avaida. But because of the uh, situation of the dedication of the Mishkan or Shkedush Nisan, which is the day that it happened. They uh, continue to do the Aveda in order not to disturb the celebration of the dedication of the Mishkan. When it came to the carbon of Rishchidosh, the one that was brought for Rishchidosh because it was Rishchidosh Nisan, so Moshe Rabbeinu asked what happened to the meat, the leftover of the carbon. They said, we burnt it. So Moshe got angry. Why did you burn it? Why didn't you eat it? So Aaron said, would Hashem be pleased if we ate? I know that we're supposed to eat all the daily, the carbonists that were specific to that day for the celebration. But this is a carbon which is an ongoing carbon. Every single Rosh Chedesh is going to be this carbon. Should we really be eating this one too? Do we know that we're allowed to eat this one? There's a difference, there's a distinction. So Moshe, Vayishma Moshe, Moshe heard Aaron's words, and he was pleased with the explanation. So Rashi quotes the words Vayita Be'enov and Moshe was pleased. He had Moshe Rabbeinu admitted he wasn't embarrassed to say Loisha Mighty I didn't hear. So the Gemara interprets this as meaning that Moshe could have said I didn't hear. Oh, I never knew this explanation, but he didn't say that. He said I did hear it, but I forgot. He was he was not embarrassed to say I forgot what Hashem told you. In other words, the Gemara told takes it out of its literal meaning. The way Rashi puts it, he admitted and he wasn't embarrassed to say, I never heard this. But of course Rashi says that no, Moshe Rabbeinu did not hear the explanation from Hashem. So we have to understand about this Rashi. Why does Rashi need to explain, give this whole explanation about what Moshe Rabbeinu said? What's wrong with just Moshe Rabbeinu heard Aaron's explanation and he was happy, he was pleased. Why does he have to say that he said, I never heard it? What's the difference? Also, how does he know that he said that? From where does Rashi take that he said that? Another question. In further in Pashamatis, where it happened that, Mesh, that Elozer taught the Yidin after the war with the Midyanim. It says that Elozer taught the Yidin about the laws of kashering the Kalim that they had taken as spoils of the war. Elozer taught them about the laws of kashering the Kalim. So the Rashi asks... Why did Allah teach it? What happened to Moshe Rabbeinu? And he says, because Moshe Rabbeinu got angry. It says, Vayiktsev Moshe, that he got angry because they didn't kill the women, the adult women. Because he got angry, he forgot. He came to a mistake and he forgot these Allahs and it was up to Allah to teach them. And then Rashi goes on and he says, the same thing happened also in Parshashmini by the dedication of the uh, base of the Mishkan. That Moshe got angry that they burnt the carbon and therefore he forgot, he came to the mistake of not seeing the distinction between the two different carbonists, as I explained just now. And the same thing happened, says Rashi, when he got angry at the Yidin and he rebuked them, therefore he struck the rock and he didn't speak to the rock. So why is it that Rashi doesn't give this whole explanation here in Parshashmini, which comes before Parshamatas? Since Moshe Rabbeinu made the mistake over here, why does he wait till over there to explain what's going on here? And he doesn't explain it here. The first time he should have explained it. So why does Rashi uh, see it differently than the Gemara? Simply because 
if the way the Gemara explains it, that Moshe Rabbeinu had heard it from Hashem, and he was willing to admit that he heard it and that he and he and he forgot it, rather than saying he never heard it, is that really what the Torah is going to tell us about Moshe Rabbeinu that he wasn't willing to lie, that he didn't lie and cover up that he forgot it, that he actually would have said a lie that I never heard it? That's not something that you praise Moshe with. It can't mean that. And another thing, what does it mean it was, Moshe Rabbeinu was pleased with the explanation? If this is something that he heard from the Hashem already before, so what do you mean he was pleased? This is something that Hashem had said. It's not up to him to be pleased. The Torah wouldn't describe it as Moshe was pleased by it. Therefore, we can't say that it means that he already knew it and he forgot it. Therefore, Rashi says, no, it means that he never heard it before. This was something new that, uh, that Aaron explained. In other words, that there are two ways to look at this matter. One could say that there is a difference between carbonus that are uh, for, that on, only today's and it will never happen again, and the ones that are, are going to be ongoing. There's another way of looking at it: is that there are certain things that you compare, you can draw the parallel between the two, as we find, in fact, by the carbon pesach, the first one that took place in Mitzrayim, which was very different than any than the later carbon pesachs. It was considered to be a one-time thing, but yet we learn certain halachas from that carbon Pesach, which have to go on for the older future carbon Pesachs as well. So there are two ways to look at it. Moshe Rabbeinu looked at it as there is no difference between the two. Aaron explained that there is a difference between the two, and Moshe Rabbeinu accepted Aaron's explanation. What is the reason that Rashi has to explain anything in this Pasuk altogether? What's difficult about saying? Moshe Rabbeinu heard his explanation and he was pleased. Why does he have to say that he admitted, I didn't hear? The reason is this. The word, the Pasuk says, Vayishma Moshe, Moshe heard. Now what is the meaning of the word Moshe heard? Obviously it doesn't mean that the words went into his ear. He heard. He wasn't too far from Aaron and he was able to hear what he said. It obviously doesn't mean that. What it means is more like the word Shema sometimes means he understood, he accepted. As we find many psukim that say, like Shema Yisroh, here doesn't mean you should hear, it means you should accept, you should understand. So Vayishma Moshe means he accepted Aaron's explanation. So then what is the meaning of Vayita Be'inov? It means the same thing again, he accepted the explanation. So why does it say twice? So Rashi says, no, Vayita Meinam must mean something more than that. Not only was, did he accept the explanation, but that he was so pleased that he also spoke. He said it to everybody. He said, you hear the explanation that what my brother Aaron came up with? It's a terrific explanation. I have to admit, I never heard it. I never understood it that way. So that the Vayita Be'inav means that Moshe Rabbeinu could have let it slide. He could have said, oh, I hear what you're saying. Thank you. And just move on. But Vayita Be'ena means he played it up. He told everybody about it. That's what the Torah is trying to say. He wasn't embarrassed to say, I never understood this, I never heard this. And it was Aaron's idea to, to, uh, to do that this is the right way to do it. And that's the reason why over here, Rashi doesn't say that Moshe Rabbeinu came to a mistake because he got angry. Because over here there's no reason to have to say that because there's two ways to look at it. Moshe Rabbeinu looked at it one way. Aaron looked at it another way. It's not a mistake. Moshe Rabbeinu came around to see it Aaron's way. It's not really a mistake. Therefore, Rashi wouldn't want to say that over here Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake, a mistake because he got angry. There's no reason to say that over here. But when we get to the story of Elazar 
And the big question comes up, how is Elazar teaching the law if Moshe Rabbeinu is standing right there? Now you have to say that the reason is because he, he got angry, therefore he, he, he blanked on it and he wasn't able to teach it. Once you said it over there, so the question comes up, is this the only time that Moshe Rabbeinu got angry that suddenly he forgot? So Rashi says, no, the same thing actually happened also back in Shmini, that the reason that, he, that, uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu missed what Aaron was saying was because he got angry over there too, and that's why he only mentions it further, and he doesn't have to bring it up over here. Now to explain this from the inner dimension, from the Hasidic perspective, what is the difference between Moshe and Aaron that they saw it so differently? Moshe saw it as it should be the same, the temporary carbonus and the ongoing carbonus, and Aaron said, no, there has to be a difference. See, we have to understand the difference between Moshe and Aaron. Moshe represents truth. Aaron represents chesed, kindness. Truth is constant and always unchanged. Chesed means you have to be able to consider the, peop- the person to whom you're bestowing kindness. Every- people are different, their situations change, and therefore the chesed has to change in accordance with the needs of the people as well. Therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu looks at a matter, there is Kedusha, the holiness as it is here, and there is Kedusha as it will be in the future. He says, what's the, why should we see them as different? Why should things change in the future? We have to, if there's no reason not to, to, if we don't have a specific command from Hashem that it should be changed, then we consider it to be unchanged. Aaron says, no, the Kedusha, as people see it, experience it today, is not necessarily at all the way they will experience it later, at a future time. And therefore, each, t- each situation has to be treated differently, and that's why he saw it as not necessarily the same, but each one has its own needs and its own way of being, and being carried out. And this also fits well with the fact that we say that Moshe Rabbeinu by Matan Torah was the Shushvina de Malke. He was the escort of Hashem. The, mar- the Matan Torah is considered a marriage between Hashem and the Yidin. Hashem is the Chosn, the king, and the Yidin are the Kala, the queen. So uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that brought Hashem to Matan Torah. He drew down godliness down into the world. Aaron was the one that brought the Yidin up to the, to the Chuppah. He brought the Yidin up to Matan Torah. He escorts the, the queen, the Kala, the Yidin. He considers the needs of the Yidin in the way they are and where they are and what their needs are. And that's why each one, Moshe Rabbeinu saw it in its purest state, the way it is in Atzilus, the way it's, it's in its original holiness. And Aaron saw it in this, from the perspective of the Yidin that it has to go according to the way, the situation that they are in. But in the end, Moshe Rabbeinu came around to see it in the way Aaron saw it. So how does it that Moshe Rabbeinu, who represents truth, and that the truth is absolute, how did he agree with Aaron about the changes that are needed? The reason is because even Moshe Rabbeinu came to understand that the truth as it is in Atzilus, what is the whole purpose of Atzilus? The whole purpose of Atzilus is in order to bring about the Tachtonim, 
in order to bring about the purpose of creation, which is our world, the Yidden, the world where all these changes take place. So even though in its original state in Atzilus, everything must remain unchanged or remains unchanged, but since the purpose of Atzilus even is that it should influence and, and come down and illuminate the world down here, and since the world down here is subject to change and needs these changes, therefore even Atzilus' truth must ultimately acknowledge the changes that are needed in Eilam in order to bring about Bira and that it should happen immediately.